Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. sarcasticbigbook.com or recoveryradiokmp3.com for fun gifts and as always I'm so glad you're here with me don't know if today's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere in the middle of all that but here we are you and me start by saying that I'm grateful I have no desire to drink today. I'm surrounded by a lot of relapse. Tragic relapse. And um, but for the grace of God go I. Got to Zoom with an old friend today that I met here in town years ago, now lives in Florida. And we were talking about how rare the message that we received in Alcoholics Anonymous is. We were talking about how rare it is. The message of um, That poor big book. That poor big book is up against so much. So much that people say. It's just a poor little thing. Selfishness is not the root of my alcoholism. That's not what the big book says. This is a really significant thing to know. It's the root of most human beings' troubles. For the alcoholic, getting rid of selfishness is the solution. It's the way we recover from alcoholism. But I share that in a meeting. I look I look like I have three heads. But that's what the big book talks about. And, um, yeah, I think about this all the time because I just, it's so central to why I'm not suffering today. It's so central to, it affects 
everything about how the program functions for me in my life. Having all that information explained to me clearly right out of the big book. It's in black and white. Having all that shown to me changed everything about it just affects everything it's not a nuanced detail it's a significant night and day black and white detail that's central to the message i received and i was talking to my friend about this and you know my friends happy joyous and free and they were a catastrophe when i met them years ago really a catastrophe and now it's just crazy to look at them and hear them just and they're not struggling life's happening but they're facing life successfully as the book would say not being battered around by the conditions that surround them I was talking to somebody last week and I guess they had never heard me talk about my um, any of the struggles that I have and they were like, oh, my God, this is so good to hear. Like, you're a human, you know. You have problems. Your life isn't like. And, you know, I don't know what people think. But the program works. Maybe when I say that, you're thinking, yeah, it does for some people. Or maybe you're thinking, yeah, it works. It can keep you sober, but that's kind of it. And when I say the program works, I mean the program does exactly what it says it will do if you do exactly what it says. And what it says it will do is much more than just um, keeping you in a neutral position concerning alcohol. Does much more than providing the ability to remain abstinent. Much more than that. And I really, a lot of times, feel like an alien. And I just feel so good inside. I feel so connected to. I feel connected to people that I can't have in my life. I feel connected to people I disagree with everything about in the program. I feel connected to them. I feel at one. And the reason for the peace of mind I have today is it all starts with this understanding that I have of the big book. That I heard somebody today in the meeting share that self-appraisal is insufficient. Like, always. And um, if you read that whole thing in the big book, they're talking about step five. And then later on they say, you're going to be able to trust your thinking. 
that's a very different message. And very important distinction. And it could be as it affects everything that follows so profoundly. So I know there's people in my life who just think that I'm just always been happy. I'm just always, or I'm high maybe, or something. I've heard it all that I just, it's luck or I just don't I have a better circumstances or something. It's all, that's all bullshit. All of it is bullshit. The reason I'm comfortable in my own skin, the reason I'm having an experience where I'm excited about literally everything as I sit here right now, I'm dreading literally nothing. The reason for that is that I try to very carefully follow exactly what the clear-cut directions are on pages 60 to 103. I try not to add anything, alter anything, change anything, subtract, move around, switch up. The clear-cut directions are so broad that everybody could do their own thing with them, but in some ways, you can't change them at all. It's one size fits all, but there are certain rules. The big book says that too, provided he follows some simple rules. Hey man, they're just suggestions. Yeah, they're just suggestions. Okay, you don't have to do it. You don't have to argue about that either. You can just don't do it. It's fine. They're suggestions. But they're also clear-cut directions. There's also lots of musts. They also even call them rules. <laughs> so take out of that what you want. I don't know. So many things to talk about. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here. I haven't even sipped it yet. I've been going on like an alcoholic banshee, just going on and on and on and on and on. How gross is that? Are you somebody who is offended by that sound? I'm not. I just hear somebody enjoying a libation. Today, I want to talk about um, something that my friend Katrina said recently that sort of puts into perspective a bunch of stuff that I I don't think I put enough energy into articulating, but it's so important. She had said that it is not selfless to ignore and disrespect your own boundaries. That's not being of service. You're not being of service when you shit on your own boundaries. You're not helping anyone. And I agree with that 
I believe that. I have come to believe that through experience of helping people to the detriment of my own well-being. I put that in quotes, helping people. I mean, trying to... I, I used to think that if somebody wanted something, the answer was supposed to be yes. Period. Saying yes was being a service. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter who they are. The answer is yes. Be of service. Get out of self. Help others. They're asking for this. They're asking, so I have to be of service. And I have come to believe that that's, there's nothing true about that whatsoever. People ask for things unreasonably all the time. And people um, plenty of people disobey your boundaries and don't care about them at all. And um, okay. And the details of all this is for everybody to decide for themselves. But the principle is um, somebody asks for something, it doesn't mean I'm not being of service if I say no in and of itself. I don't know if I ever told this story on here, but it was some years ago I was I probably did tell this story, but I'll tell it again. Some years ago I was leaving a meeting and there was a guy, he was this older guy, and he looked real desperate and he was kind of dirty and he looked like nobody wanted to come near him and and um, or when I got sober, I was homeless, and I looked like that, and saw myself in him, and sat with him, and talked to him, and got him a big book, and this and that. And, and then afterwards, he said, "I'm really hungry, also." And I was like, "Okay." Um thought about it I wasn't sure something about it didn't feel quite entirely right but it felt more right than not so we went, we went out somewhere got something to eat and then he said I need a ride down to here and then I'm thinking okay this is now I have a flag now starting to be a little different but you've been flagged and and this is based on maybe you're thinking this is insensitive or unloving or whatever but this is just based on intuition and my experiences with um I'll read it let me grab the big book 
It's on a little page called Pipe Down. I have to find it. Why are you so impatient? It must be because you're alcoholic. It's on a little page called Ninety Seven. Last paragraph. For the type of alcoholic who is able and willing to get well, little charity in the ordinary sense of the word is needed or wanted. The men who cry for money or shelter before conquering alcohol are on the wrong track. Yet we do go to great extremes to provide each other with these very things when such action is warranted. This may seem inconsistent, but we think it's not. It is not a matter of giving that is in question, but when and how to give that often makes the difference between failure and success. The minute we put our work on a service plane, the alcoholic commences to rely upon our assistance rather than upon God. It goes on, but that's the section that I started to think about, and I was like, okay. So anyways, I'm, I, I decide it's more right than not. So I give him a ride to this place. And then he says, I need to go to ride to this place. And it was like 45 minutes away. And the fact of the matter is, I couldn't have done it even if I wanted to, but I no longer felt right about it. And I said, no. I said, I have to let you out here. And he got violent. And he um, got um, terrifying. And I threw him out of my car. And you know, there's a lot in this story to get into or think about if we want to. And then I remember a few days later, I was at the same meeting hall and there was somebody else there. And, and I was with a sponsee who was newly sober. And this other person said, Hey man, will you get me a pack of cigarettes or can I get something? I forget what it was. And I, I said, no, um, very politely. And my sponsee was mystified by this. And then we got in the car and drove away and he was like, but you're supposed to be a service. You're supposed to be helpful. You know, why aren't you? I don't understand. And we talked about what, what I'm talking about now at length. And I tried to um, explain as best I could that it's not an exact science. Um, it's something that you work on permanently. But that just because somebody asks for something doesn't mean that you it's automatically loving to give them what they're asking for or you're actually being of service by just honoring any request made and um, there was a lot in it but we talked about it and um, I don't know just kind of putting all this out there today When I don't uh, 
yeah, I, I almost don't want to say anything else about it other than just I have learned that just because somebody's asking for something it doesn't doesn't mean I have to give it to them. It doesn't mean that I'm being selfless by doing that. Matter of fact, usually I have come to see when I do that, I'm actually being selfish. I'm actually doing it sometimes to avoid confrontation or just because I want to look good or because I'm or or, or I'm never, maybe I'm not being selfish, but I'm 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 being I'm using I'm just being loving without any intelligence, which is dangerous. Just like intelligence without love is dangerous. This combo that we aim for. Anyways, that's it. Enough of my yakking. I have to go. My agent's here. At the door with an outfit for me to wear. Um, for my male modeling shoot. It's a weird out. It's risque. It's a little bit too risque. Can you cover up that? Part? Yeah. What are those? Do I look good in pasties? All right. I've got to go. I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyce and Three Sober Gratitudes Podcast. Podcast greater than yourself. Black Rhinos. I want to say hello to Chelsea. And I want to say to anyone who needs to hear it that everything is okay. And I love hearing from you. Please send me an email. SarcasticBigBook at Gmail. Send me a message on Instagram. Sarcastic.aa.book. Check out the new gift shop. RecoveryRadioKMP3.com. My wife's made it. Some bad stuff on there. And if you want any of the books, go to SarcasticBigBook.com. Okay. Go be rad. All right. I don't know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.